Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Wake Up Hollywood with Nikki Corula and Eddie Pence, right here on LA Talk Radio. Welcome to Wake Up Hollywood. Wake Up Hollywood! Wake up! Um, <laughs> uh, God, really? It's like the first minute. I know, but I ended with the rooster. I'm going to uh, begin with the rooster. Why would you end with the rooster? Roosters don't crow a bit. Well, you know, I just wanted to um, add the rooster in there somewhere. Anyway, uh, before the show started, we were, before we were getting ready to start the show, I don't know if we've had any longtime listeners or listener. And uh, <laughs> our old in our old studio we used to do the show at, we had a Nikhil at one point. Uh, asked me if South Dakota was next to South Carolina, and I made and I made fun of him at <laughs> nauseum for it. Uh, so we got mad at each other, and we did a map test, and then we were just grading the map test before the show started. And I, I, uh, I got all the states right, and the only thing I messed up was, was the abbreviation Kentucky. of Kentucky. How did you miss that? That's Don't even. KT. How many? Did, how many states did you get wrong? I missed thirteen. I thirteen missed states 13. of the country you live well, in. Well, actually, you know what? I actually got. Um, well, if I missed 13 states, I either got like an 87. I, cause I There's got the only 50 states. You missed near. Well, you get two points for each. You got to get the abbreviation. You of the missed state. like a quarter of the states. No, no, no. I didn't miss the quarter of the states. Well, probably I did actually. <laughs> oh, my God. But you know what? I'm a foreigner. I'm. I, I, You're not you know, a foreigner. I You're, only got here a couple years. You were born ago. in Pasadena. <laughs> You're from Pasadena. Actually, I was born in Canada. That's my one saving grace. How long were you in Canada? Just for a year. Okay. <laughs> Do you know all the providences? There's 13. I know that. Do you know them? You- I know them, but I don't know where each one of them is. <sighs> I'm terrible with geography. I really am. I'm just terrible this with geography. This is your country. You should know the states of the country you live in. <laughs> That's true. I really should. You really- I didn't think, to be honest. You didn't even know where Wisconsin was, and you were in Wisconsin <laughs> three weeks ago. I know, and I made the claim that I know the states where I've been to, but <sighs> I haven't been to a lot of the states that... I got wrong, and there's some that I have been to, and I just—it's the Midwest. The Midwest is just like a clutter of states that uh, kind of run together. And I just God damn it! <laughs> uh. I'm sorry. I feel like I failed you. You did. I well, can see no, you, you failed. You want to you revoke my citizenship? I, I can see it in your eyes. You're like, we should just deport this guy right now. Well, you were yeah, deport you back to Canada. <laughs> You'll never be president. Oh. You were just so adamant that you knew all the states better than I thought, me. I thought that I would beat you in that. But you know what? Honestly, it was a little intimidating when you finished it so fast. You finished it real fast. Yeah, and I talked crap. And then you talked a lot of shit. You did. All and I did just I did KT and instead I was of KY. nervous. I was nervous. I got like all, the, like all the western and central states. Like my Pacific time and mountain time states. There's like four no, states. No, there's a lot of states in there. That's it's like Washington, the Oregon, California, it's New the Mexico, mid- the Midwest, Arizona. The Midwest and the East Coast. That's where You got all the big pieces of the puzzle swirly. right. Swirly. <laughs> you got the five big states correct. Did you get Hawaii and Alaska? Yeah. Okay, good. I did. I just did. want to make sure. <laughs> did you get the abbreviation of Alaska? Yeah. What was it? 
It's right on there. I wrote what it down. What is it? Why don't you tell it's me? It's right there. What AK. Okay. AK. <laughs> I believe you. Mm. <laughs> so how was your week? It was all right. Just all right. Yeah. I've just been obsessing over this map test. Um, you know what? I, um, I actually had food poisoning all week. That was really oh, fun. Oh, God. That's terrible. Yeah. What did you eat? You told me that. I think but it was a salad. Me. I think it was a salad. It was a bag. It was bagged from a salad. Off lettuce. Yeah, but I mean, like, what does it have? Uh, I don't know. Food poisoning. Did Tracy eat it too? No, I was the only one who ate. It was a bag of salad. I got at Ralph's. Oh. And it was a. Uh, Sounds. It was terrible. not a pretty week. It was not a pretty week. So you definitely think it was a salad? It had to be. Here's a nice piece of shit. <laughs> so your week was just full of uh, vomiting and just. Oily discharge. Mm, that yeah. sounds like a terrible week. It was good. It's good. What was your week like? Um, what did I do? I played a gig over the weekend. I played in the rain. That was kind of weird. Outside? Outside. In the rain. Were you in the rain in or you County? covered it? It was just a sprinkle, but any time that I, I've played some shows where it's like a torrential downpour. Orange County Fair? No, it was the um, Irvine Spectrum. Oh, like okay. shopping center, yeah, basically. Yeah. And uh, anytime I played in the rain, just because I've got like... A guitar strapped to me that's plugged into an amp. I'm singing into a microphone. There's always like a, I could die right now. There's always a. Doesn't that make you play a little bit better? It does. It's like let me dig in. Let it ups me, the energy let me make a little this bit. Count. Yeah. You never have to perform outside, do you? Every now. And oh then. yeah, comedians perform outside all the time. In the rain. I I've never done it, but I did a show one time in San Diego, uh, on a big patio, with fold-out chairs and no microphone. I remember you told me that. Yeah, it was a megaphone. You talked. Well, they about wanted today. to give us a megaphone, and we were like, "We're not, we're not doing a megaphone." There's, there's twelve people here. Dude, we're you not. should have done that. I, I, it's one of my biggest regrets in comedy. I you didn't, know what? You I didn't done do that, comedy to a megaphone. Taken, like somebody should have been taking like black and white photos, and it, you could have been like in like an yeah. encyclopedia. I could have been like a like civil rights leader. 1874. The, well, the they, have, they didn't have megaphones in 1874. How do you know? Because you're good at, as good in history as you they, are as young. Wikipedia that tells you those things, <laughs> and you looked it up. And I believe when was the Wikipedia. megaphone? Why, why don't we, we let's look that up? No, you really kind of bore everybody. Really, yes, that's really kind of boring. Let's yeah. not look it up. We'll look it up for next week. So what else is going on? Oh, we got uh, got some wonderful music music coming through for the show. Who's your guest tonight? Uh, She's sitting here. It's awkward for me. Just Katie, act like who's Katie the guest. Hines. Katie Hines, say hello. Hello. She's just gonna peek in, and say hello. Real she's quick. gonna pay attention. For a she's bit. she's like. Is she from Rock One Hundred One? She's she's Rock One Hundred One. No, no, no. She's not one of my students. No one's no, ever. No, no, no. no one's ever from Rock. I promise, I'll bring one of my students. Uh, in whatever. <laughs> anyway, you're you're a jerk. So you're gonna be playing along with uh, I am. Your I'm gonna play one of my songs first, oh, and then you're gonna really? play. Your... <laughs> what a dick! Seriously, that <laughs> sucks. I'm always so supportive of you, Eddie. That hurts. <laughs> I'm going to play a tune real quick. You're welcome. Uh, this is called Stay for a While, and then Eddie's going to do... Um, what are you, what are you gonna, what's your bit that you're setting up? I'm going to juggle. You what? I'm going to juggle for you guys. You're going to juggle? Yeah. On the radio? It's perfect. That, that perfect works. radio entertainment. All right, this one's called Stay for a While.
I have my guitar in here since I'm playing with our next musical guest. Why don't you set up your... What, what are you playing us? I'll play some of my comedy. 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 Come on, funny guy. Make yeah, me laugh. I don't know about that. Make me Oh, this is an oldie. Laugh. This is one of my older jokes that I like. All right, let's hear it. There we go. My favorite superhero, though, was the Incredible Hulk. Because that was just a badass superhero. Just to get mad and break crap, that's just... That's what I want. I want that superpower. You know how many times I would have ruined my apartment just from watching a football game if I had that superpower? How do you miss an extra point? Yeah, smash, break, smash, punch, puppy, Then <laughs> 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 you like hulk down. You're like, crap. <laughs> Where do I get these purple pants? I don't wear purple pants. <laughs> Who the hell's my dog? People just kept trying to attack the Hulk, too, you know. They just kept trying to fight him, trying to beat him up. He's like eight feet tall and green. Why would you ever fight a green person? Ever. He's obviously sick. There's obviously something wrong with him. Hulk came up to me like, hey, Hulk, no, whatever you want. House, car, wife, smells like pee anyway, I don't want her. 
Dude, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, oh! I'm not sure. Eddie on the loose. Eddie on the loose. No, we're done. We're done. That was my own analog soundboard. Oh. <laughs> I like it better. I like it better than the iPad. I do. You see any movies this week? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Was it good? It's awesome. That's the next movie I want to see. I love it. I love the whole Marvel universe. What they're doing. It's Have amazing. you seen Lucy? No, I didn't see Lucy. It's pretty good, man. I heard. I, I wanted to see it, and I just didn't get around to it. Well, you, there's still time. <laughs> If it doesn't, if, it's if I don't not see that right first now, week, it's not going to happen. Did you take your kid to Guardians of the Galaxy? No. Why not? Is it violent? He's still, he's still, he's only five, so he can't. Do... It's not violent, but it's it's a lot of explosions and fast moving stuff, and he's still sort of affected by like imagery like that. So you didn't take him to Transformers either? No, I wouldn't take anybody to Transformers. <laughs> That's a piece of shit. You know, oh what movie was God. good that I saw on last week was Get On Up, the James Brown story. Oh yeah. Pretty good. Is it good? Did yeah. he do a good job? He did, actually. You know, There are moments where he talks into the camera like he's talking to you. Oh, that no. took me a little bit out of I the story. Like I don't like that either. But um, Keep the fourth wall up. But you know what? I like I like that it's it's really honest about every part of his life. Like the good, the bad, the ugly. You yeah. know? So in that way, it's, it's a phenomenal movie. And he's like a legendary talent. Did you ever see James Brown live? No. He was remarkable. I saw him twice at the House of Blues. He was actually one of the reasons I wanted to play the House of Blues because I saw him play there and I was like, oh my God, wow. this place is amazing. And James Brown, I'm watching him play. The crazy thing was I saw him about a year and a half apart and he did the same jokes in between each song. <laughs> Everything was classic. Like All the band members wore the same tuxedos. It was crazy. The cool thing about the movie was I know a lot of backstory about some of the band members that were in his band, yeah. like Maceo Parker, Clyde Stubblefield. Who's like sampled like crazy on like every hip hop song, and it was cool to see them include that part of the story. They didn't yeah. include anything about his trombonist Fred Wesley, which I was bummed about. But um, one guy that I didn't know anything about in James Brown—not that I didn't know anything about—but I didn't know as much of his story was Bobby Bird, his like side guy who was in the band, who was like the story was actually wrapped a lot around him. Which was amazing because it totally gave me a different perspective. Oh, wow. So there were some things about it that were really cool. They used um, there were some subtlety things too, like they used members of his last band in the last shot of him playing, which was cool. So there were cool things about it that were very honest. So and you know Mick Jagger and Dan Aykroyd produced that movie. Oh, yeah, I know yeah. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd and James Brown were like super, super, super close. Well, yeah, they were in, he was in Blues Brothers. Yeah, that's where they met. And yeah. then uh, Dan Acker, did you know, also owns the House of Blues? Yeah. That, but it was based that. on a, on, I mean, it, was, it wasn't based, but it was like the whole Blues Brothers thing. I mean, that's, they used to perform there as the Blues Brothers. Really? Well, not Belushi, because he died, but well, his yeah. brother. Yeah. Did you see uh, Blues Brothers 2004? Yeah, <laughs> unfortunately. Terrible. Well, that's like the whole, that, that was sort of the genesis of the whole House of Blues thing. It all sort of evolved through that. No, the House of Blues was uh, it opened before that. Yeah, but I'm just saying it kind right. of, it was sort of all sort of like. The crazy Dan thing Aykroyd's. that movie could have been amazing because it had Eric Clapton, it had all these people, it had, you know, it had all the, all the big, like, biggest blues and soul guys in it, so it could have been awesome. But, uh, oh, I think our guest is oh, here. God. <laughs> Such an asshole. We're going to bring our guest, Katie God Hines, into the studio, even though she's really been just eavesdropping the whole time. <laughs> but we just want I wanted to, I wanted to make it formal, you know? <laughs> 
Looks like she left her car outside. <laughs> <laughs> Katie Hines. That's his sound. Nice. <laughs> mm. Hello. Say hello to our listeners. Mm. How are you, Katie? Hi, I'm good. How are y'all? So, we're good. We're good. good. We're happy that you made it. I'm happy that she I She was here it. before us. That's how punctual she is. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, we're slack. Like, she was probably like, um, is there a radio show going on tonight? Because I do the radio show? The only person here. <laughs> These guys obviously Eddie don't was care. sitting outside. Did you see him? No. You may have given him some change. She was, I think, here he was before. Homeless yeah. <laughs> I do panhandle on my free time. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourself, Katie. Tell us how you got involved in music. Okay. Well, I moved here to Los Angeles from Alabama six years ago. I uh, went to college at University of Alabama at Birmingham. Um, Roll um, Tide. Ooh, no, Eagle. no, you just oh, you about to you just Eagle. you just started a serious, <laughs> I know, serious, <laughs> serious war. Know. You know, he, he doesn't know apparently. Anywho. I do know. I start a fight. We could. dropping bombs. <laughs> Seriously, uh, gross. <laughs> just gross. So, anyways, uh, I moved out here uh, six years ago, and if, at first, I got my theater degree, so I came out here to act, and then. Um, I have mad respect for people who act. It was not for me, and I missed music, and I realized that what I loved about the theater was being in musicals, and so I thought, well, I should try songwriting. So I took a a workshop, met some wonderful people there, and fell in love with it. What was the workshop? Singing since I was a little girl. Um, A woman named Judy Stakey. um, She uh, used to be the VP of Warner Chapel Music, she hosted this awesome workshop, and I just, I mean, fell in love, and um, fast forward a year, I decided that I wanted to make something brand new, and so I made my EP, and wrote it all myself, and really found out who I was. As and how did you find, like, the producer that did the record with you? A friend of mine um, worked with a, a guy named Taro Patilla, and she did a great song called Gone with the River for a movie um, in Europe. And I loved the production, so I reached out to him, and, and then the rest You're of like, I love your work. I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a, you know, that had to be a little bit of a weird uh, transition, oh, just going okay. from, like, you know, wanting to be an actor mm-hmm. to wanting to be a singer or a songwriter. Mm-hmm. You know, Eddie has that struggle with acting in ballet. You know, he just like I love ballet. He just wants Can't to get dance. Away from it. <laughs> he just wants to dance. Well, but... I had been singing since I was like born. So, have you been doing ballet since? Yeah, you were born? constantly. I did it. In, <laughs> cool. I did it in utero. Oh, <laughs> brilliant! Now you're just showing off. Seriously. <laughs> um, no, so you like you made the decision. Yes. You, you just dropped acting, and you were like, yeah. you know what? I just want to write music. Yes. Now, tell me about that process. Like you just It was hard because I had always thought of myself as a singer since I was a little girl. Just well, I can't really I didn't give myself much of a chance. And so uh finding out that my theater experience and acting experience could facilitate acting or sorry, writing um was really important because I was able to tap into the same kind of thing that actors tap into when they're getting into a character to write to write music and um, I learned about listening to myself listening to other people's stories listening to what happens on TV there's there are stories everywhere and so if you just listen and if I just listen and tap into my creativity usually I can figure out 
something worth listening to. Hopefully, <laughs> no, that's that's the, cre- the the creative process. I guess is different for you. Like music is all I know. So like you're like in the middle of Eddie and I. I've done mm-hmm. like theater and stuff, but like. Music to you is probably like. Were you ever in musicals? Eddie? No, I have no musical talent. <laughs> nothing, there's not a musical. You know what's funny? I was I was actually thinking about that on the way over. I was like, because I, I knew her background was how, 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 how unmusical. No, I was I was thinking I was thinking like Katie had musical theater in her background. I'm like, I had musical theater in my background. I'm like, Eddie must have been bitten by the bug doing some kind of theater in high school. You didn't do no because comedy you're just bitten by the bug of being a class clown, of being like a, a oh, show off in class. Okay. I mean, that's how you get. That's how you want to be a comedian. Mm-hmm. I can't. I, can I can't stand musicals. You were the class I can't sit through a musical. You can't sit through a musical. Any of them? I, they, Zero. Rarely can I sit through a musical. I can sit. There's a couple. Like I could watch Mary Poppins. That's a but it's one. because I appreciate Dick Van Dyke as a comedic actor. Yeah. And I can sit through there. I can Popeye, <laughs> the movie Popeye, because yeah. of Robin Williams. Um, but yeah, I can. I just I, musicals because as soon as people start singing, it takes me out of the story. Sometimes and it I, does that. And Sometimes I realize it depends on the songs, though. The song, if the songs are great, it do, it doesn't. Fl- it just pulls me out of it. I'm just like, uh, okay, if, these guys are singing. What if it's a really sexy musical? Like what? Yeah, like Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh, I like. I did like Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Like anything with whores. Whores uh, are great. What about Wicked? Have you seen Wicked? Great. Wicked's amazing. Wicked is I saw Wicked. I, I like the first. I, I like the. You loved Book of Mormon. Oh, like, you would love Book of Mormon. I saw Book of Mormon. And did you like that? I liked, but it's because I like the South Park guys, and I've watched South Park, and I like the songs, but it's like, there's there's the rare musical I can yeah. sit through. I can mm-hmm. sit through, like, Book of Mormon I sat through. Um, have you seen Lion King? I didn't like it. Oh, my God. What? You're going, you, you have no soul. I'm no, I like, no, I'm, I'm kidding. Simba. I'm kidding. You didn't like Simba. <laughs> Yeah, dude, seriously, how could you not like Lion King? Tell me about it. I like the cartoon. I didn't like the actual... Ah. (laughs) (laughs) I like the Disney movie, The Lion King. Okay, all right. But uh, even so, I only like half the songs. And then then you hit that one song, you're like, oh, just get through this song. Okay, so Katie, were you ever like that with musicals? Are you still like, I love musicals? There are certain musicals that I have a hard time with. Like, I I mean, honestly, I always like performing better than watching, truthfully. Right. Um, And, but... You know, I definitely, it takes hard, hard work and dedication to professionally do it. They are doing eight shows a week. Right. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, like musicals. Uh, I totally appreciate the, like, it's like soccer. Like, I appreciate the soccer athlete. I won't watch a soccer game if you put a gun to my head. Right. Right. (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, I still love it and it still tugs it. I still go to musicals. I just saw one last week. I just saw one. I have not been to one in a long time. I love musicals. And I miss it. I do. But it sort of translated into something else musically for me. Right, right. Because I listened to everything growing up. So when you write songs, are you drawing from a lot of your own experiences? Are you kind of like, you know, drawing from like being in a character, like acting? I would say a little bit of both. Um, I, I, I don't have a ton, ton, ton of turmoil which I'm very lucky for um, and so I, I can draw from things from the past or you know it's not like I go through nothing right, you know, I can right, draw right. I can you're, you're human <laughs> sometimes you're the bug sometimes you're the windshield yeah, that's the way it works exactly and so you know everybody has good days and bad days but you know for instance the song that you'll hear later off my record um, there are certain aspects of it that were pulled from my friends talking about like they're like cocky guys or things that have happened to them at bars, things that have happened to me at bars. And that's what is kind of a fun song about. Okay. Do you want to play something off the record first? Whatever you guys want. We just started talking about the record. So it kind of makes sense to me. Sure. 
Eddie, right. uh, what, why don't you set it up, Katie? What are you going to play us? Um, I'm going to play uh, Right Through You. It's off of my EP. And what's the EP called? It's I, called Katie Hines, the EP. The EP. <laughs> the EP. It's the so you're like, um, what should I call it? Well, it's an EP. <laughs> The EP. It made sense, Nikki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, it's it's cool. It's cool. All right, let's so, hear the song. Hey, what, what's go. the song you're playing? She? Right, right through you. Right through you. Here it comes. Please. 
see that? You always have to fight me with your pants. Mine have more endurance. That's so good. Your guys, need to, your guys need to carve up a little bit. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, uh, one of the reasons I wanted, I wanted to bring Katie on the show was um, I actually met her at this conference called the ASCAP Expo. Yes. And we ended up deciding to write songs together. So, is this part of the writing group you talk about? You're always yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So um, he thinks he's better than everybody in the group. Just no, let you know that. No, no, that's not he true. says that all the time. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he's like, oh, these idiots! I gotta go right with. No, that's not true. That's what that's he says. Not true at all. That's what you say. Never. Every single never time. Never in you, a million years. Sometimes you just text he's me making, randomly. He's making me look I'm bad. so much better than all these people in my writing group. <laughs> Show me the text. Show I delete me. them because I think they're rude. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, anyways, um, let's get right to it. Let's. Uh, this is a song called Enemy that Katie and I wrote, and she's going to do the lead vocals. And I think it's a pretty badass song. So Me too. Here goes nothing. Give it down, down. 
It's a hit without even knowing it's a hit yet. Really? That's what I call it. Was that it. the world premiere it. of that song? That's the yes. world, actually, you know. That was really, the world premiere? World premiere. The world premiere, premiere on radio. The internet radio premiere? Because we yes. did, exactly. we did, tell, tell uh, our listeners where you've been playing, like what venues you've been playing. Well, I, I do uh, Bar Lubitsch, which is a Russian Oh yeah, uh, I've done stand up there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's really cool. It's very red. Um, and I've done, you know, little smaller venues like Room Five and done uh, stand up there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Did you do stand it? up at Room Five? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a good room. I'm sorry, it's I'm it. just kidding. Yeah. That's a great room, actually. I love that. Some pan. I like that. The like venue's it. cool. I love that venue. It's a room. You never played. Well, no, but it's actually it's like a real venue. That's what yeah. I like about it. It's got a vibe. There's people that go just to hang there. You know. Yeah. I like that place a lot. So basically, small, smaller venues, you know, just small shows. I'm trying to, I'm trying to gain more of a fan base by telling friends of friends of friends, you know, that kind of. Well, thing. let's get like you more. Way. Let's get you more fans. How let's can people it. find you? Tell us. Uh, where, well, tell I us have, all your websites. Okay, I have a website. It's it's really easy to remember all my stuff. Everything's Katie Hines Music. So I like this. A oh. professional. Thank yeah. God. Nice. Okay. Um, <laughs> nice. KatieHinesMusic.com. <laughs> Uh, Twitter handle is Katie Hines. K-A-T-I-E? K-A-T-I-E. Ah. Hines. Um, Hines is H-I-N-E-S. Not H-I-E-N-Z. No. Like the ketchup. Not like the ketchup. It's um, Hines, like Duncan Hines, the uh, cake batter company. And uh, music is spelled like, you know, people's mom music. Muzak. Yes. And uh, same for my Instagram and my Twitter and Facebook. Everything are you, are you, Katie Hines music. Are you all about Instagram? Because we wrestle about I love about Instagram, okay? I don't do it. I just don't. I Why don't not? You're missing know. out. I guess. Eddie I'm a loves filter Instagram. fiend. I love filters. <laughs> really? Not no joke. I really do. Okay. All right. <laughs> oh, th- there you have it. There you have it. So find it. her. This music is killer. And uh, yeah, so what's next for you? Where, where are you playing next? Are you going to play at Bar Lubitsch again? Yes. Yes. I will be posting on my website soon. I actually um, emailed a guy today to get my next... Uh, Very nice. Uh, you know, you caught me on a good day. <laughs> um, but, and he's yeah, like, so. you two are crazy. You guys are nizzards. When you book a show, like a small... Oh, you, you said when, nuts. You said nuts. When you book a small show like <laughs> yes. Room 5 or do... Because I know with com- comedians, once you get a little more established, you can just... Have a book. You contact a booker who runs a room, and you can right. get a spot. Do you guys have to yeah, secure I, a certain amount of people in the door? Yes. Well, yes. promote it all yourself. Yes. That's that's the shitty part about it's being the a tough musician. thing for sure. I because mean, comedians don't have to do that after a while, right? Well, if there's certain, well, if you want a good show, I mean, I guess the more you promote it, otherwise you run the risk of going there and there's four. But people But I mean, the there's audience. some comedians I know that are like performing every night. 
and it doesn't matter. They just, they're just basically performing to get their stuff out there, and they're playing. They're opening for like bigger comedians, or they're just playing for nobody. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, just doing it. Like, musicians can't do that. I yeah. wish we could. I mean, there like, are very few like showcases that you can enter where there is a captive audience that's going to be there. Like, it's usually, such a different. Ball but as a musician, you don't have to get up and play every night. Well, you, you can re- you can rehearse at home. Yeah, a comedian has to be on stage to rehearse to to yeah. get better. No, yeah, I but, mean, but I mean, it's but the it same is, though. Oh. I mean, musicians have to do the same thing because, like, every performance hall is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can go a month without performing live. I mean, yes and no. Like, and honestly, still rehearse like, your music. I mean, and, now I can take time off and and it'll still be there. But in the beginning, I couldn't. It was like we were doing six shows a week just because I, it was like we had to get tighter. You know, like mm-hmm. we like that's what you do when you tour. It's like you have to get seasoned that way. So. I think we should wrestle over this. Yeah, oh, I, I will, will give him my wrestle. Attention. He's like, I'm mm, going to go. I don't think so. I'm going to leave. No, no, Thanks it's, for having it's, me. No, it's different because like the difference, here's the difference, because comedians have less time to get like their thing going. You know what I mean? Musicians, like in the time that a comedian has, what do you have, like five or ten minutes usually? In town, seven to ten usually. Seven to ten. That's like one or two songs for a musician, maybe three. And by that first song, it's like you get all those nervous jitters out. I feel like comedians don't have as much time so they can go up more in a way because like they're just playing for less. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. I mean, as a comedian, you can run around and do three or four spots at night. Yeah. Yeah. musician can't. You're, no, you're kind of well, stuck you for can, the... but it has to be like gig at three, gig at six or yeah, seven. Yeah, this is you could you just know. yeah, yeah. It's it's a different thing, but it's it is the same. I think. But I just I wonder think. if when you book a spot at like room five, you have to get so you have to, to book it like a couple myself. months out. Yeah, and and, and promote it and promote it. it. Um, and she brought a lot of people. Last time I played with her, she brought like a good crowd. Like the room was packed. Yeah, but do you find so that it, you end up playing in front of? Only people friends. you know that way? A lot. I mean, honestly, but that's what I'm trying to break out of. So I'm, yeah. well, I'm that's more how you so encouraging. It is. That's and how you and start. I'm encouraging those people to bring coworkers and, you know, friends, whatever, dates, whatever you want to do. And maybe that will encourage, you know, it's, it's, right. it'll have a natural It's all about the strangers, too. It's like, you know, like I've told a lot, a lot of my students in the past or, you know, people I've worked with, it's, it's really like about that networking after the show. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, you have your friends and family. And like when people see a packed room of people, they're going to pay attention a little bit more rather than mm-hmm. you walking into a room, no matter if the person is amazing and there's two people in the room, the stranger that just walked in is probably going to be like, let's get out of here, this place is dead. Yeah. But if there's a packed room, the people are going to be like, oh, well, there's, this person must be good, or let's let's kick it for a little bit, or look, there's a lot of hot chicks. Because people are sheep. Yeah, people are sheep, it's, it's especially why they with have, It's why they have lines out of like the club in yeah. Hollywood. No, it's very yeah. true. It's very and true. And say it's fire code. Yeah, yeah. right. There's yeah. four people in there. I know, I know. So... Um, no, but it's 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 it starts with the family and the friends. Yeah. It, right. That's how I started, and now it's like I have strangers like talking to me about. I saw you. You in talk Milwaukee, to strangers. I, I saw you at Sundance or whatever it is. I talk to strangers all the and time. They come to my glory hall. You know the weird the weird thing is like glory most hall. of my market is <laughs> actually strangers. Hall. It's not friends and family. Like your friends and family will Get buy your records or like support you, come to shows for a certain amount of time. But it's like the it's the strangers 
the people that are like really passionate about your music. Yeah, but you don't feel good entertaining your friends and family. You feel good about entertaining strangers. I feel good about I both. I feel good about yeah. To really? be honest, it, it's it's it, for me it's been the opposite. Like it started like oh my god, I love performing in front of friends or family, and then it was like oh my god, I need to bring other people. Mm-hmm. Then you start playing for so many other people, and you see less and less of your friends and family. That when you see those familiar faces, it's like oh my god. Yeah, like see, with comedians, one. comedians like yeah, I don't ever want to see anyone I know in the crowd. Really? Yeah. Why? But listen, I think that uh, comedy is a huge beast all its own. I mean, like it takes major balls to get up there and do what you do and and, and be good at it too and be good that's at true. it that's yeah true. and so, and it <laughs> not like, really. well, I mean I've seen some bad comics but you know the funny thing is I'm sure you're the same way like you see a bad comic oh. you see them once you don't need to see them again ever again like 10 years from now you'll remember oh I think I've seen this guy he's terrible you know what I mean yeah like, but that he might be good by then I haven't we should seen give that. him a chance, Nikki. I I try, but you know what? I have to say, like, I'm if you a, catch a comic though in like his first or second year, yeah, yeah. But I saw Sean Wayans just eat shit on stage. It's yeah, like she, that's a different dude, thing. But that no, see, to me, it's like this. I like hold this the like deep regard for the stage. Like, you better have your shit together if you're gonna walk on that stage. Nah, that's not comedy. You better have your why though? Because comedians have to work out on stage. Yeah, but they also have to write. They have to write. They have write, but you still Some don't. Some guys know. don't even write. You don't They're... know though. You don't know if it's good. You don't know if it's going to get the reaction you want without doing it on stage. That's the difference between comedy and music. Music you can tighten up in a rehearsal space mm-hmm. with your yeah, band. But you, it's still the same. It's still the same. No, like, because you're not you getting. Be you're like, not getting. Oh my react- god, this song is going to kill, and you're, then people are like, "I don't dig." Yeah, this but song. then you get applause after a song because that's what people do, and then you go on the next song. Comedy, you tell your joke, people don't laugh. Yeah, that's true. You know, in a minute. You know in however long it takes to tell, tell that joke, if that's a good joke. But have you ever had a joke that didn't hit the first or second or third time, and then it hit like the fourth or Yeah, because it changes and it grows and it evolves. And you're like, okay, I found, it, I so found the, the punchline on that one. the delivery. You have to get on stage to work out the material yeah. as a comedian. So, I mean, I don't know if you saw Sean Wayne's. He's such a name. He can just go up at the Laugh Factory in front of a full crowd and just go, but I'm I just going to work on stuff. I saw him, and he was real bad. Because I mean, he's like, probably just throwing out ideas for two hours. Maybe. I mean, it wasn't a two-hour set. He did, like, 30 minutes. Well, 30 minutes. I mean, but that's... like, And he followed Dane Cook, who was just on. And even the people, like, Maranzio, who's been a guest on our show, he was killing. And then uh, um, another Andrew Santino, yeah. who's going to be a guest, too, he was killing. And Ruben Paul, there are other guys that I was like, these guys are great. And then, you know, but maybe it's like... I mean, I've like never seen Sean's act, so I don't know. But Well, I'm he just... could have been totally experimenting. He could have just been up there playing around. Because yeah, he's been in comedy for so long. Music music is very much... It's similar and totally different. It's similar in the sense, like, you do have to get seasoned on stage. You do, because you can see in stage presence. Like, I'm sure you yeah, see... Yeah, but you don't, take, you don't take a half-written song on stage. Sometimes some people do. People do it all the time. Like, they'll just... There's a little thing I've been working out, and they'll just start playing, and it's, like, not done. And you're like, oh, that needs some work. I wouldn't recommend it. Usually you want it to be rehearsed or finished. I don't know. How do you, how do you feel? Well, for sure. I mean, I, I've seen people be like, I wrote this today. You yeah. know. But, I mean, I definitely... I mean, the first show I did in L.A. compared to the show that I did last a couple weeks ago, right. totally different. I mean, because I, I like sat... I sat... I told you this. Mm-hmm. I sat the whole time at my first show. And I was just like, hey, guys, I really like this. <laughs> and, I mean, maybe a little stronger than that. But, but, I'm sure it was stronger than that. You know, but, I mean, then after, after doing it and doing it and doing it, all of a sudden, it's a confidence thing. And, yeah, yeah I understand what you're saying because a joke's either going to work or it's not with certain rooms. And, 
and you do have to have confidence. I think that's the the main thing with both of these. Yes, things. any it's performance like, thing. Any performance is like a confidence thing because I just was not confident. This was only a couple years ago, and I was just like, eh, I so feel nervous. like there's a parallel between the banter in between songs and what comedians do because. Like, if you're not thinking about how to engage the audience, just in just, like, a greeting, I feel like, like, or comedians don't always work with music or, like, you know, they'll have, like, theme music or, like, maybe occasionally they'll have, like, a music joke, you know? But, like, there's that dead silence. You know you know what I'm talking about, too, where it's, like, oh, I know dead you're silence. just talking to a crowd of people and you have to engage them or say something silly or make them, like, you know, entertained in some way. Yeah, but as a musician, yeah. you have your song to fall back on. You're like, okay, yeah. this is yes. a brutal 30 seconds right, right oh, now, yes. Oh, yes. but so let's anyway, rock out. That's true, that's true. Yeah. Comedian's like, okay, that was a joke. That was a brutal joke. All right, I hope you like this joke. Yeah, but would you say that the, the thing that streamlines it is confidence, and confidence lends itself to you being yourself? Oh, yeah. yeah. Confidence and is so it, yeah. you, big time. You go up there, and you're Eddie, and you're super funny, like, right? Well, I don't know about that. But. No, you Whatever. are. But you know what? I, Eddie, you know? I think you're at the point, too, where it's like, you don't give a shit. Yeah, you just don't give a shit. You well, which is what, that's right. That's where I'm at, too. Well, I think, no, that's, I think that's what confidence and... I think confidence and not giving a shit run really close yeah. together. Yes, <laughs> that's very true. It's like, I don't... Like, at this point, it's like, I know what I do uh, they, they, is, they touch is, tips is good on enough, occasion. You know what I mean? Confidence and not giving a shit touch tips. <laughs> they touch tips. On okay. occasion, they touch tips. <laughs> no, but it's true. It's like, you get to the point, like, when you're starting out as any performer, um, you're, you know, basically, you're you're trying to just, you know get across like oh do you think this is good yeah. and you get to a point where you're like fuck it this is great yeah. you know mm-hmm. so anyways let's play your next song okay. that we've written I don't know what number song this is that we've written but I think it was number three I don't know number three matter. anyways um, um, <laughs> it's a good tune these yeah. are good songs so this is Baby You're Gone yes. and this is a song that Katie and I wrote and she's gonna be doing all the vocals on this internet song. radio world premiere that's right that's right <laughs>
I lied to myself somehow And we both know that the fire's out Baby, a gun This pain can fade away Let's go back to yesterday Sometimes I'm barely breathing But I'm addicted to the The ship is always sinking Sweet boys. Thank you. Good songs. That's what it's all Couldn't about. Couldn't have done it without you. Yeah. That's right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> Thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you guys what, for what, what's, your, what's your uh, website and all that stuff again Katie one more time? Hines Music Katie Hines Music. Yeah, katiehinesmusic.com, and, Twitter. And you can, that's stuff. like a landing pad for everything. Katie Go there Hines and you'll music. find everything. Okay. That's Katie the way we Hines do it. Music. Yep. Well, we'll see you guys next week. We won't see anybody next week. No, we'll you'll listen hear, to us maybe. We'll hear you guys maybe next maybe. week. No, we'll they'll hear us next week. Maybe they'll call in. You never know. Call in. Please. 818 602 4929. All right. We'll see you next week. All right, guys. This has been Wake Up Hollywood. Have a good night.